don't take no mess at the rose garden. Jesus, they're on fire. They're what we desire. The men in black can handle it. Other teams can scrabble it. How they win that game today. There's just one thing you can say. So that's it for our predictions. Do you have any kind of more general thoughts about the season, what you're watching, what you're expecting, whether it's Blazer stuff or just general NBA stuff? Like, what, like, what are your, you know, what are you looking at? Well, you know, I, I want to see. I hope that the Blazers, and I know Chauncey's been trying to do it, and it was kind of hard with Dame and Dame's established style. I just, I want to know like what his vision. I want to see. Uh, like the Blazers execute a style of play, like whatever it is, like if they're going to push the pace, push the pace. If they're going to be a physical team, be a physical team. If they're, you know, like I just want them to have an identity that they can try to build around. I think that is the, they've been searching for that. They haven't had it. And I would like to see, and, and maybe like some level of averageness on one side of the ball or the other, preferably on the defensive end without, you know, I, I think is their most likely chance, but like to get close to average just because they have the bigs and they have the the guys that are going to play the style that Chauncey and Roy Rogers want. Um, so just hopefully they, that they have an identity and established style of play that like when you tune into a Blazer game, like you know you're going to get them pushing the pace and it's not all just like contingent on whether they're making shots or not. Right. Like I just want to see them – I want to see them have a style of play that doesn't just can that doesn't just hinge on on just making shots because I feel like the last couple of years that's like their watchability has gone with their shots going in, right? And it's and like if Dame's out, then it's like there's nothing to. Yeah, if Dame's out, there's like really nothing to hang your hat on. I mean, I mean, Ant had some games there, you know, where he had like you know him and Jeremy had a couple games at the start of the season, but that you know, just the step back ISO like three like. I want to see more than that. Like, I want to see this team count on something that isn't just like step back, get a switch and try to hit a three. And that's all you got. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I felt like I want to see, and I would like to see a little bit more sophistication on the offensive end, you know, like a little bit more creativity on that end. That isn't just like trying to, you know, win matchups. And I think, I think not having Dame because Dame obviously you're going to have to run a certain percentage of your plays for him. I think that can open up the ability to do that, but I want to see it. And then in general, I mean, do you want to respond to that before I get to some general yeah, NBA I stuff? I mean, I think, I think this is, I agree with what you said. I think they want there to be a style established. And I, as I wrote on media day, this is kind of prove it time for Chauncey. Like, because at this point you look at the roster, the only player on the roster that A, ever played for Terry Stotts, or B, that Neil Olshay had anything to do with getting, is Anthony Simons. Everybody else on the team is guys that were handpicked by Joe Cronin specifically for Chauncey Billups. So if they can't establish the style that they want to establish and build that identity, then that's kind of who it's on. Yeah, like Oklahoma City has had a style of play for a couple of years. Like they, they space, they, they, yeah. Cause they hired Dagnall. They have, they space it out. They play, they have played five out. Like they're still probably going to do that. And like, you can plug Chet into that role and you can see how it's going to work. Mm-hmm. Like you, I remember watching a lot of Oklahoma city last year and being like, I know what I'm going to get 
when I tune into an Oklahoma City game. And that's what I want for the Blazers is like just like no having an identity. And I think I think Chauncey has, I think, very clear visions of what he, he says what he wants. He wants a physical team. He wants a fast team. He wants an athletic team. He wants a team that gets above the rim. So if this team can actually do that and deliver on that, then I feel a lot better about the Chauncey Cronin brain trust moving forward. I feel much better about everything happening with the team. If the team, if they can actually put on the court, what they talk about in theory. Yeah. And so I think that's really what the season is going to be about. Yeah. Um, And then NBA wise, not to make any Blazer fans depressed about the lottery, but I'm so Wemby pilled. (laughs) I like how neither of us went anywhere near any kind of scoot rookie of the year predictions because we watched the preseason and it's like if Wemby plays. And by the way, the the I watched watched him play in Europe, too. Like the dude is he's it. (laughs) The the 65 game limit for awards or the minimum for awards by the I checked on it does not apply to rookie of the year. So Wemby could play like 50 games and still be the prohibitive favorite to win rookie of the year. Even Chet, I don't think really has much of a shot, even though he's looked awesome, too. I'm so Wemby pilled. I am like, I think the Spurs could be in the play in. I think Easily. they could make, I think they could make the playoffs. Like I think, I mean, you look at Memphis, they're struggling. I think golden state, like their injury situation is not great. Uh, Phoenix, like, I think they'll be okay ultimately, but like, they're not very deep. Like it's like I, Denver and the Lakers are the two that I feel like pretty good about going into this. I season. feel good about Denver, the Lakers, the Timberwolves and the Kings and the Thunder. Those five teams, I feel pretty good about. I'm still in wait-and-see mode on the Timberwolves. I still don't know how the Towns-Gobert thing is actually going to work for a full season. Like, I know last year you kind of have to throw out some of it because Cat missed a lot of the season, but I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still kind of wait-and-see on the Timberwolves, but they could be good, yeah. I, I, I have them as, as one of my overs, but I think Oklahoma, I, I would actually put Oklahoma City over. I like the Oklahoma Tim- City, too. Chad over, has looked oh, so good in preseason. And then, dude, like, Wemby, like... People didn't think that his team would be any good last year in the French League, and then they made the French League final. <laughs> and he was playing at, off the bench for a Euroleague team that uh, – for Tony Parker's Euroleague team that they, like – they just, like, fired their coach. Like, they're not good at all anymore. Like, like this guy is amazing. And, like, I don't think that people really are, like, grasping how amazing he is. My biggest bet of the NBA season is him to average over 17 and a half points because I feel like he's just going to walk to 20 points a game in the NBA because, A, he's taller than everyone, and, B, the court is bigger, and, C, guards – I don't – people don't know this because they don't – they're not as much of a European basketball sicko as I am. Guards in Europe don't pass. They just don't. They're all looking out for their stats because they're trying to get their next deal. Because everything is year to year there. Nobody is locked into their team. So everyone's always fighting for their spot. And I feel like the Spurs are not going to let that happen. They're going to be like, you get this guy the ball. And I think Popovich tanked so that he didn't have to tank again. Like, and I I don't think that, I think they're going to go for it. I think, I I, I think the Spurs are going to be in the mix for the playoffs because I just think Wemby is that good. And this is also why, I know a lot of Blazer fans were like, ah, but is he going to be that good if they get the number one pick? I was like, yes, he's that good. Dame was willing to stay because he's that good. He's- but I don't, I don't, I don't know if you know this, Eric. I don't know if you know this, but other people that the Blazers have drafted who have played the center position have gotten injured. <laughs> right, of course. And that they're, they're four, 
They're four. Including the only championship that the franchise has ever won. <laughs> but of course you had to stay away from it. And it's like, you know, I, I hated that man. That and like and also people are just like doubting him because A, he's European. And like and people just don't know what to do with a guy that looks like that. Did you and see so, what the did you see the video of what the Mavericks are doing to practice for him? Oh yeah, what is it? With the, the, like our, the giant foam finger, just like the, the the coach having the assistant coach, like as guys are shooting or going to the rim, they have like the extended things, like just to like try to recreate. <laughs> like this, I don't think people are ready for. And like I saw, I was I was sitting right, you know, courtside baseline for his second summer. He was he wasn't very good in his first summer league game. I didn't see that game because I was doing Blazer stuff. But it was also second, he, was, he was also coming off the Britney incident. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. remember so, that? But, like, I, just, I don't even I just, doubt that. I've already one. put that out of my mind, but yeah, now I'm now remembering that. But like the the second Spurs summer league game was against the Blazers. It was supposed to be the Wemby Scoot game, but Scoot was hurt, so he didn't play. But I was sitting, you know, baseline courtside, so I saw it up close, and there was this one play where Wemby shoots a floater from outside the paint, misses it, and then quickly covers enough ground to go in over Ibu Baji, who's a big a shout out to Ibu Baji, by the way, just got waved. Oh yeah. And, you know, the, shout out to his family. But anyway, uh, who's a big guy, but he jumped, he Webby like runs over, gets the rebound over him and dunks it. It's like, I don't think people are really ready for what this is going to look like. No, no. And, and like, and I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm so pilled. Like I've got, so I've got Webby Those... over 17 and a half points. I've got the, the Spurs over, there's some extra plus odds bets on DraftKings for them to win 35 games that I'm all over. You're looking at Popovich all... Coach of the Year props, maybe. Po- yeah, Popovich Coach of the Year, 22 to one. Go get it while it's hot. Like, I think Dagonel is probably going to win Coach of the Year if Oklahoma City wins the uh, makes the playoffs. I just feel yeah, like it's like I feel like that narrative is like it's like the Mike Brown thing. But if anybody could beat it out, I think it's a Popovich Renaissance with with Wemby here, I, I, I think is like a sneaky, you know, deep, deep, you know, odds bet. If you want to look for that. Is, I actually is, think is, as far as coach of the year stuff, I think there's a lot of, how has Eric Spolstra never won coach of the year stuff out there? <laughs> and if they're decent, like if they're like after, you know, they didn't get Dame, they lost, a, you know, all their, you know, a, a couple of their guys in, in free agency. If they're like outside the play-in and actually in the playoffs, I think there might be some, we need to give Spolster coach of the year because he's never won it and he's the best coach in the league stuff. Yeah, that that's a great shout. Like that he could absolutely get that narrative. And if they get some more guys that were cast offs from other teams, like if RJ Hampton has a game where he goes uh-huh. for 30 or like Cole Swider has a game where he hits like seven threes, like everyone's just going to be like, oh, Spo, like heat yeah. culture, just like do it again. And like, and they, didn't, so they didn't I, even need Dame. No, they didn't. They didn't. Well, that's what I've been told. That's what I've been told. They don't need Dame. They don't need Beal. <laughs> that, that's what I. Although the Beal thing, they probably dodged a bullet. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, I, the bat, him, him already sitting out with a back thing. That's I don't. I don't Phoenix, love that. Phoenix I don't love under, that. Phoenix under is 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 another bet I'm big on. Phoenix under. I'm just like not here for it. Like I just don't think the injuries with K, KD has missed like 25 games like each of the past couple of seasons. Uh, Beal misses a great deal of time, and Booker. Top, Booker like top. sneaky has had injury problems in them. He doesn't have like a one injury that's like a recurring thing, but he misses you know a number of games a year. Like that's it's like a sneaky thing with him. 
And they have no depth now. Like it's it's like their 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 bench is like Kate Bates Diop. He's probably like they're like he's like their starting small forward. You're not buying the got... Turkish Renaissance in uh, Phoenix. <laughs> I mean, I think he'll have some games for sure. And I think I think his ability to pass will you know lend itself to some nice action with 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 their scorers. But defensively, it's not. I mean, they can run drop coverage if that's what they want to do, but they're not going to be able to mix up a lot of defensive coverages. I think he'll be okay. I just don't think he's, he'll be passable, but I think a lot of his positive on off numbers that he was on the Blazers, I think were also a byproduct of the fact that the Blazers sucked. And so like, (laughs) it's easy. They had no center depth. So it's easy to have a positive on off number when the rest of your team is horrible. You know, like, like, so I, like he had positive on off splits, but like, I don't think that that's like an indication of what he's going to be with Phoenix. And I think both fan bases will, I guess this is could have been a prediction. I think both fan bases will probably find some point of frustration with their centers at some point. Oh, I am fully prepared for at some point during the season, Chauncey to decide that he he's going to bench Williams more than Aiton because Robert Williams has that dog in him and that's going to become a problem <laughs> and and no I, I i definitely think there's going to be a I'm couple games where expecting he, that to happen at some point where, where chauncey benches eight for like the last five minutes of yeah game. And, it, and it becomes a thing i'm 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 prepared for that yeah you, you hope it you hope it doesn't and you hope he gets enough shots where he doesn't care but it's just it's kind of his pattern at this point in his career and so you hope that it you know but we'll see we'll see maybe maybe chauncey has the magic touch with him that that Monty Williams and Chris Paul did not. Well, he had um, it with Matisse Thibel. So over, yeah, maybe, comes over from Philly where he's in the do, in the Doc Rivers doghouse, and suddenly he's hitting open threes and feel talking yeah. about how he feels free. Maybe maybe that's. And I think that's that's the the X factor here is like how many of these guys like from new situations feel empowered. I think that's another X factor that we, maybe we didn't talk about is like that's hard to measure, mm-hmm. and but ultimately I just think that their youth is going to be and 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 some of their limitations are going to be too much to overcome and I don't think they're going to be in the play in mix but I think they're going to be fun and hopefully you know they develop a style of play kind of like Oklahoma City the past couple of years and uh but I think I think the 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 fun team that was in the lottery and I also think honestly I think Houston is going to be better than a lot of people think um because Dylan Brooks people love to hate on him but he like, I think even more so than the Ime Yudoka thing is like Brooks, just like brings a physicality and an intensity to your team that you can only be so bad. Like your floor is so much higher with a Dylan Brooks on your team, mm-hmm. and you know I'm a big international basketball guy. His three pointer in FIBA looked amazing, and if he's hitting threes that changes his ceiling. And I think that changes the ceiling for the Rockets. And I think another team that I think they're going to have a better chance to, they also spent a bajillion dollars in free agency. Like they got Fred Van Vliet. Like, I think they're going to be, I think the West pretty much everybody except for Portland is going to be like in the play in mix. This is what I'm saying about, they don't have to try to tank. They can just play their guys and already lose enough games to get the kind of lottery pick they need to get. Yeah. Because like, 
Houston can't be Houston won't be as bad. San Antonio definitely won't be as bad. The only and other then, two teams in the league that I can look at and say, oh, these guys, these teams are gonna try to tank at some point. Washington and Detroit. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think there's probably a little bit of an appetite in Utah to to try and to to be okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they have all those draft picks from other teams. They don't they they did the 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 Boston model where like it, you can go for it and try to win and try to make the playoffs with that team. And they were a team that tanked last year at the end of the season. So they're going to be another one that is not doing that. So I think someone that we all think is going to make the playoffs or that the consensus thinks that has like a high over under, whether it's Minnes- Memphis or maybe Minnesota or, or Phoenix or Golden State even is going to suddenly find themselves on the outside of the playoff picture and everyone's gonna be like how the hell did that happen blazers have golden state's draft pick this year top four protected by the way that was one of the picks they got from the celtics and the drew trade which i think could be a better better pick than expected they were like 18 or 19 last year so like that pick could be middle of first round instead of late first round so that's yeah and they bear there they barely made the sixth seed last year. Like, I think people, like, uh, were so used to Golden State, but, like, you know, and if Clay isn't the same guy, you know, I think that's a big concern, and the Clay contract is mm-hmm. really hanging over their situation. Like, Draymond's already out with an injury. Draymond's already out with an injury. They had to trade Jordan Poole because of Draymond. Is that going to be a thing that everyone is resentful about once they see Chris Paul having to kind of fill that role? I just think that. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of stuff there. And so uh, I think there's a lot of questions, but I think Portland is not going to be in the mix this year, but I think they're going to be in a good position to to get a good draft pick because of how competitive the West is going to be. Yeah, so on that note, Eric, we will revisit these predictions in April, see how they land, and we will do this again. Probably, you know, we'll probably, be, you and I will probably do another check-in definitely i'm down i'm down to do a check-in after the first couple of weeks after we we see if they have gone any closer to establishing who they are 